vicious. Hello everybody and welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast and we have our Christmas special. Uh, Ben's made it just in time. Thank you for joining us, Ben, finally. Um, <laughs> he's been drying his hair again. Nah, that's literally work. what he's been doing. My camera didn't work. Um, ben, you slow us down even more. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our Christmas special and I now realise I've got my Christmas hat so I'm going to introduce everybody and then I'm going to find it um, so we have Mick, Ben, Danny hasta mm. guys and we have a special guest for you today we have Dan Barley's as Mam Alison <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I'm alright, how are you? very very good, thank you very much um, so it's Christmas our Christmas episode so let's start with Christmas how, Alison? What's your Chris? What does Christmas look like in your house? Well, I well, probably uh, quite chaotic. Um, we we'll have three small babies, and obviously, you all know we've got one on the way. So, um, this year it's going to be different for me because I'm actually going to my daughter's, but all the babies will be there. Um, so it's different for me not cooking and not taking control. <laughs> My daughter's husband's gonna cook, and I have got I've got to stay out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, quite chaotic. When, when there's a lot of kids, it always always is chaotic. Mm. So we're like lovely family get-togethers, and then I said I don't want anything for Christmas, don't want any gifts. I just want to be able to go to the match on um, Boxing Day. Because I hate driving the distance. I normally get the train to Rotherham. Mm. But you kind of get the train to Cricken. It's virtually impossible from Newcastle. So my husband's driving us. So that's my treat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your birthday present? Uh, Christmas present? That's, well, that's all I ask for. As long as I can get to the map. Fair enough. Yeah. For people outside who don't like football, asking to go to Christmas Rackington sounds like a terrible Christmas present. It's but... not. It's Brilliant. really... It's really great because obviously you, you knew Dan done his first um, loan there. Mm. Uh, they're really warm, family orientated, like passionate club, and it's just got a really good feel of it. It's nice. Mm. Um, just a tight where you know the club. So this this football football pitch in the middle of like a housing estate, which is <laughs> I love. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Good, good atmosphere. Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to it. Everything yeah. touch wood, everything's yeah. going in the right direction, isn't it? So we'll yeah. yeah, we're all looking forward to it. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. Definitely. It's just a parking, you can't get a parking space. Oh, it's a good it's good job going on oh. bus, isn't it? <laughs> Three hours before it's parking. <laughs> it's a parking blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you need to set off at eight then on Saturday, man, on, uh, Sunday, whenever it is, whatever day it that's, is, I don't know what it is. That's pretty much our Christmas, a chaotic day, kids, family, and then at, um, my treat to Akron, <laughs> and then 
see what happens from them because nobody knows what's going to happen, do we? Well, no, that's true. Very true. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed, touching all the wood we can find. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right. Um, Danny, I've never, I've never asked you this. What's your Christmas like? We've, we've, we're fairly new acquaintances. What's your Christmas going to be like? Oh, um, well, because my mum looks after me, uh, my granddad's more or less every day, apart from now she's got colds. Um, it's basically going to involve us going over to his on Christmas Day. Um, having, as you can hear, she's not very well at the minute. Um, but, but no, all being well, Christmas Day, we head over to my granddad's, have a bite to eat. Um, but our main celebration, if you like, is actually on Boxing Day, where we're getting um, my dad's mum, so my, so my grandma, she's coming over as well, my dad's coming round. Um, so our main celebration is actually on Boxing Day, which is great for me coming back from Accrington, having several beers um, straight to the family Boxing Day celebration. So it should be very fun this year. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we'll come on to Nick and Ben later. Uh, I already know about that. I've, I've lost interest. Um, <laughs> Cheers, man. Um, right. Alison, tell us about being a footballer's mum. Uh, I think this is a rather first speaker to a footballer's mum. I don't think that's what we've done that before. Um, the kids actually don't know that I'm doing it. And as we're speaking, I just put it on the family group chat. And they're all hysterical. I think it's hilarious that I'm doing it. Brilliant. Um, it, <clears throat> obviously, Dan's not at home anymore. He left home mm. last year um, for his, his um, he bought a, a house. So obviously, got his girlfriend and they've got a baby on the way. So probably the first year that I haven't had him home, home, if you know what I mean. Mm. So um, that's a little bit strange, but. You know, when the baby comes, I'll make up for it. But um, <laughs> it's when he was younger, very, very busy. Mm. Because people don't realise what happens behind the scenes from eight-year-old, well, well, really, probably younger, up to um, the higher levels. It's constant work on the parents' behalf, just as much as the footballer. Um, thousands and thousands of miles driven by my husband. I never went to away matches. Um, he used to travel, but my both my parents are still alive, and your mother was ill, so I used to stay home and go maybe home matches. But my job was every morning driving through maybe an hour, twenty minutes traffic to get the Newcastle Training Academy for see if, from when he was probably. Well, about 13, 14, mm. until, until he left when he was when he got his, his proper contract. So probably 18, when, oh no, 17, because he got his, we made sure he got one ex-door neighbour as a driving instructor, so he passed his test first time and got his car and away because it was literally, yes, yes, worth a <laughs> three-hour journey, an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back. And that's that's it's really not that far, but it was just sheer traffic. So a lot of work put in in the back the background. Um, time, football come first. Do you know what I mean? It, every that came first of everything. So not not a lot. Of, people say, oh, footballers that that you know they get it easy. They don't. That it's probably been from when they were that young. 
and you've got a sacrifice and they've got a sacrifice so it's if that's what you really want but you've got to mm. sacrifice things but um yeah but now being a footballer's mum <laughs> i'm just um probably m more obsessed than i've ever been because <laughs> uh, my dad was one of his biggest fans but he's not with us anymore so I've made up where he left off and my husband follows but he he gets a little bit sometimes he can't watch the match because he gets uh, riled up uh, not riled up, what do, you, what do you call it like um, can't remember, think of a word that you would say but he, he thinks sometimes if he watches it they're going to lose so he doesn't watch it <laughs> oh, a bit uh, superstitious about it yeah, superstitious but I'm like I'll watch every move Um. And I've, I particularly would rather be at the match, but not every match mm. I can be there. And with COVID, spoil, well, obviously, spoiler for everybody, but the I follow, I love watching the I follow because I can, yeah, just switch it onto the big TV and it's like being, you know, watching it on Sky. It's just a similar sort of situation, but um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> We got yeah. I, I mentioned, mentioned COVID. We're all we were all all together last year, weren't we? Just all together apart. It was really weird and strange yeah. and horrible. Mm. Yeah. Well, when COVID happened, Daniel hadn't didn't have his house then. It wasn't mm. finished. So um, had um, my brother-in-law that came to stay for two weeks holiday from Barcelona got locked down and he didn't get home for like five months. So there was me, his father, my brother-in-law, and Jade and Daniel locked down with us. And Dan had like one of these bikes that, um, bit like Peloton, and it's a Peloton bike. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Something similar. So he had that constantly go, because he had to do his training schedule mm -hmm. on a daily basis to keep his fitness level. So I had that in the kitchen. <laughs> and, and sometimes in the right in the center of lockdown he was doing running but in the dark and obviously at the time there was nobody out and about so his mm. husband um his dad was following him around in the car because he didn't <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know i think it was probably because you know safety i don't know everyone thought oh you know, there's nobody mm. about, you're not supposed to be. So he would drive round and he'd be doing his exercises. So, it, this does not sound as glamorous as I thought it were going to be, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> Nothing's glamorous, really, but, yeah, um, it's a lot of sacrifice. People don't realise what you sacrifice behind, the, like, your time, um, missing them. Obviously, his girlfriend misses him. Um, we miss him as a family, the kids miss him, so you don't get a lot of like good quality time, but when you do, you make up for it. Mm -hmm. mm. Like, um, the kids are obsessed with him because he's got such a great nature with kids, and um, they just can't wait to see him when, he, when he's home. So, yeah, it's a bit of everything, really. At least I don't have to do the washing anymore. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, a couple of comments. We've got Josh Smith uh, says on Barley, Dan Barley, it's a pleasure to watch him uh, with Rathbone and Wiles in the midfield, possibly with the best midfielder we've had in Josh's lifetime. 
my life to the yeah. mix as well. That's lovely um, to hear. It's just brilliant. brilliant to watch him progress because hmm. he he's he's got like a bit. He's a bit. Um, he was like my father. They've got the same star sign. It's like he's determined. He puts set sets it in his mind, and he's determined, and he, he'll get. He wants to get there, so he's. It's like determination. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's I'm happy I'm, as well. It seems so a, proud, a great yeah. group of people. Yeah, to tell you the truth, when I first came to Rotherham, I was a little bit. I don't know. Can I? Can I, I don't know because obviously coming from Newcastle and then being at a smaller club like Accrington, mm. and it was so small and friendly. I was a bit like, oh. Anyway, it took us a little while to get used to the Rotherham fans. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. No, I think, I think the Newcastle fans can be quite, oh, well, let in your face. But Rotherham mm. were a bit more, I, I don't know what, I, to, I don't know how to describe it, but it sort of, it took us a while to warm to them. But once I did, I, I understood where, mm. where they were coming from. Um, but that they're, they're really good fans, really good fans. Yeah, it took us a little while to get used to them, but yeah, they're great fans, great fans. I think that's a Yorkshire thing. Initially, yeah, everybody from Yorkshire's a bit, and then yeah, I think that's what it was. It was a bit of the Yorkshire thing, and I was singing, Oh, but Newcastle fans can be quite where they can crucify them, really. They can, mm. you know what I mean? They've got that type of, but also. As a whole, that they're, they're like massive. Do you know what I mean? They're chanting massive and everything. But first, I just thought, oh, I'm not sure. But then, once I warmed to it and got more to more matches, yeah, I think they're great fans. Mm. Great um, fans. Yeah, uh, we got Nevea, who, who is who was made up. She had a selfie with Dan. Um, let's just say how great he is with young fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's part. It's part of the job. But it, it must. That's a great perk of a job. To have to just be nice to people, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, great. yeah. But when when he was at Newcastle, he used to say, "Oh, Dan's a nice lad. He's too nice." But mm. I, I don't think that's a fault. You can't be too nice. No, well, that's mm. a. I mean, that's a really good point. We had this, uh, and I, I know I bang on about this, Matt. So sorry, yeah, yeah. but we, we, we had this begin sort of the back end of last season, beginning of this season, particularly on social media. I'm sure you saw it yourself. With some fans talking about Paul Warren and his good human beings quotes and all that sort of stuff, yeah. um, and and it and it, it really it really pushed my buttons because it, it, it's clear that and we all know as people you know when, when you're working if you're working in an environment that you enjoy that's nice where people are, are reasonable people you're far more productive you're far more likely to develop yeah. you're far better off less ego less yeah. of an ego. Mm. Absolutely, um, and and that certainly seems to me what Paul Warren's done at, at Rotherham United. Um, so so it, it can only be a good thing, can it? I, I think anyway. Well, he has yeah. a, a good following of the old ladies in the street from when he was little. He used to say, "Oh, we're <laughs> oh, we're he's, just got a great, he's got a lovely nature. He's got a caring nature, and he's got a um, like he's also got a great sense of humour, which he gets from me." <laughs> but he, he, he's got a lovely nature with people, young or old, and I think obviously all ladies fall for that. They're like, oh, but he, he actually is a nice lad. He's a nice lad, easy to get on with. Um, I don't, I probably haven't even heard one person ever say anything other than Dan's a, lo a lovely lad. Mm. So you've got to be proud on that behalf. And 
for fans. That's what you're there for, the fans, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, mm. he seems to love it as well. The way he scored at weekend, the way he's just he's embracing everything. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't see his um, his passionate celebration with the fans because I was halfway down the way and celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. truthfully, it's a good job nobody watches this when I'm watching the match because it's. <laughs> 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 I get cheated. Let's see, I get I get heated. <laughs> I, I, imagine that footballer's parents goggle box. That's a brilliant idea. No, <laughs> I'll be banned. It would have been a banned idea, there, Danny. Uh, it would have been great to go back be... into lockdown again. There you go. It'd be great to be a fly on wall when that um, when that penalty hit crossbar. That would have been um, mm-hmm. that would have been something mm. to see. <laughs> I think I think the thing with Dan is he was probably taught from a young age. To, um, uh, if you make a mistake, you've just got to hold your head up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't take it in. Don't suck it in. Just keep going. And, and then and that, the determination comes out then. And if that, you lose the ball, get it back. That's mm. vital for him, isn't it? In, in the position that he plays, that's absolutely vital. Because mm-hmm. it, 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 in that position, he's going to lose the ball. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but don't yeah. let it get to you. Just get it back. Yeah. That's, uh... that, that's something that seems to have improved massively in his in his game this season. We we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast that it, it, his his willingness and desire and aggression yeah. to get that yeah. ball back to win that ball back is massive this season. So yeah. it, it's a big improvement on on last season, um, mm-hmm. and and that's just that's just really put him at the top of his game at the moment. Um, great to watch though. Oh, oh yeah, that's, mm. that's great to watch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've I've been watching football, watching Rugby United a lot longer than these boys, as you could probably gather by looking at me, a young face. Um, and and there's been some really good midfielders over the years at Rugby United, some really really good ones. A couple that stick out for me, uh, Steve Thompson was was a lad who, who played for us. I can't remember when. Don't ask me when. It's it's a while ago. Uh, and but he was coming towards the back end of his career. But he was a similar player to Dan. Um, but and he was he at the time was one of my favourite ever Rotherham United players. I thought he was fantastic, uh, and he did exactly like I say played the same position. But he was coming to the end of his career, you know. Um, Dan's at the beginning of his, and he is he is just as good now, if not better than Steve Thompson was for me. It, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And, and just from hear Rotherham a lot. United, I hear a lot of people say like he's got a different vision. Mm. He can see before, he can see what's happening before. He's three like three steps ahead, but probably he's always been a little bit like that. It's yeah. just a big That's mm. your forty, your isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one absolutely. thing that Dan that puts him apart from different Rotherham midfielders who have appeared for us is um Paul Warren's comment about him being a bit like our quarterback which isn't really a position that you find in football. It's more of an, an NFL thing, as Ben will rightly know. Um, but with, with Dan, it, it seems to he seems to be making that quarterback mantle his own thing because normally with your, with your CDMs and such, they're more of a defensive-minded midfielder. But with Dan, he, he's in that position, but he's an attacking midfielder. Yeah. You know, and like you say, with, with his I'm, vision I'm and so such. I'm so glad that they've given him the chance to, to use that mm. attacking this season. Mm. To to attack because that's what he's best at. Mm. No, you're not kidding. 
<laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've taken over enough time, so I really appreciate you doing this. I know you'll come back on in the future. Um, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure yeah. speaking to you. Well, you I do. I do have. I do have one question for you before we go. This is from oh, um, my my away days group on Facebook. Uh -huh. uh, Nina, the Derby fan, has asked: Is it a cob or a bread cake? It's a bread bun. Oh, it's a bread bun. <laughs> oh, come on. There you go. Oh, there you Scotty, go. Scotty cake. <laughs> Scotty cake is a bigger a bigger bun. We eat it's a bigger bread bun. cake. It's bread a bread bun. In bread bun. Pasta. Bread bun. There you it's go, Nina. Actually, yeah. It's, it's, it's close enough. It's bun. It's bun cake, yeah. it's the same thing, isn't it? But I'm I'm really enjoying getting the train. I love to come on the train. I get the train to Sheffield. And Dan picks us up, and I, 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 I like it. It's like a little treat. I like it. Mm. Really like it. I've got oh. one as well. What? I've got one. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not a question. Actually, it's a message. Is it going to be a statement? No. Well, we <laughs> last uh, we, uh, we we spoke to uh, to Victor last night, oh. and we asked him the question oh. for you um, about the hat. <laughs> Unfortunately, he says they've sold out. Which he's really disappointed about. However, however, I'll what he also did say was that he sent ten of them back to Sweden. So that's probably why <laughs> they <it's> sold <laughs> out. That's why. No, I okay. think he said his dad stole them. <laughs> his, dad, <laughs> his dad was there last week or the week before, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You speak the smallest bit of Swedish, and uh, Victor knows that very, very small amount. So when I see him, I might, I might get some of it as one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's an idea. I tell you what, if they can if they can knit a few, you'll make a right packet on that because people are dying for them. It's a great idea, though. To, honestly, it's a, it it's a great idea. It's yeah, a absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, thank you much. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas to you as well. And yes, see Christmas. you back if you're going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Probably shouting. Okay then. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Bye. I've got a little story about bread cakes. So it's like when I'm in London, I'm studying like sports or whatever. And it's about nutrition oh, in my exam. Well, yeah. <laughs> level three sport. And in my exam, doing about nutrition. And he said um for his for his dinner, he had a white roll burger. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I had to ask, there's a kid from Bradford, and I had to ask him, "Is it a bread cake?" And they're like, "Yeah, a white roll, but a white roll is, burger." Like you say, towards a bread roll, is something completely different. You know, yeah. a bread roll is like, like an hot dog bun. But the idea, but but I, I'll, yeah. I'll let him off with um with a bread bun. That's uh, close enough. Buns and cakes, same thing. Isn't <laughs> they've, it? they've got they've got yeah. bread in it, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm amazed that it's took this many episodes for us to have this conversation, to be honest with you. It's been, <laughs> it's been 150 episodes. <laughs> this well, is where we are. We'll have to get Victor back on and ask him what he says it is. Yeah. yeah. We'll probably we'll just say it should be red, red, but anyway. Yeah, that's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go through some comments. And so, a bit more of a breakdown on how this episode's going to run. I we spoke to Alison, which was brilliant for <laughs> whatever it was. We are going to have a little bit of a preview of the Accrington game because that's what's happening. That's what we normally do. And then we're going to finish up with a Miller's-themed Christmas quiz, 25 questions or something like that, just to get you all in the festive spirit. And we'll keep the Christmas chat going as well. We'll keep going with some Christmas nonsense. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So go through some comments, and then this will 
lead into some Christmas questions. Obviously, it's Tiny with us. Um, right, Tiny. Uh, Merry Christmas from Russ Vernon to me, Mick, Ben, Danny, and Alison. Merry uh, Christmas, Russ. Where are we? Oh, I've got loads of loads of comments in everybody. Thank you very much. We've, we've missed some questions here. Uh, yeah, so let's go back to the Christmas stuff. I'll stick with Tiny. He's I must mean his favorite Christmas film, Home Alone Two. Uh, Mick, I know how much you are not massive Christmas fan, so I am interested to find out what your Christmas film is. I, I, I didn't realise this was part of the topic. I've not prepared. <laughs> you don't need to prepare what your favourite Christmas film is, do you, really? You yeah, just know uh, what it is. Scrooged. Bill Murray, Scrooged. Uh, Love that film. Or Die Hard, obviously. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Mick was going to say Die Hard is a Christmas <laughs> film. <laughs> Brilliant. Danny, where are you? Where, where are you sitting on the Christmas film scenario? Um, I'll say if I'm having a, a sit down watching a Christmas film with my mum, I'd say Elf because that's like our favourite one. Mm. But if I just want to watch one on my own, which is rare, but if the mood takes me, I'll probably watch um, The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Yeah. The new ones are, I'm my two little girls are into the new one with the animated one, and it's not terrible. Mm. It's not as good as the original, but it's not terrible. So if you have kids, I recommend the new Grinch. Uh, I think. I think if you want to watch the old Grinch, the older you get, you, the more you understand why he just wants to live, at lo- live alone with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> um, never, uh, the Life of a Nine-Year-Old, Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, for the Christmas mm, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the best film is Home Alone. So she's gone Home Alone 1. A tiny went, uh, went Home Alone 2. Arguments there. Controversial. But the one thing I'll say about Tiny and Home Alone 2 is how can you lose your kid twice going on holiday at Christmas? There's no excuse for that. Who's having an accident? (laughs) Yeah, I think if it wasn't an accident, social services need to be involved. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've got a few more comments. If anybody's watching and wants to let us know, we would love to know. Uh, Philip Rawlinson, the best Christmas film is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which I know Mickey is a fan of as well. I am, absolutely. Particularly that scene, <laughs> that that is just that is absolute class. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go elf. Ben, did I ask you yours? No, no, I don't really have a Christmas film. To be honest, can't really be much of a film guy. You're making this difficult for a Christmas episode. Where's your app? Where's your Christmas app? <laughs> Where's Mix? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm alone. I'll tell you what, uh, first one. Got, yeah, I'm going to give you 50 seconds to, for you to find no, your hat. No, I don't have one. Well, I don't have one. You're going to find one. We, I, I don't I, have we, one. We, we spoke to Victor on Tuesday night, and I've badly edited together a little uh, little trailer for you of what to expect. This will be out on Boxing Day morning on Victor, so here's a little taster of what you can expect. Ben, go find a hat. We played seven aside, five aside and seven aside in Sweden. My dad put me as like a centre-half and a striker. Hmm. He was a goalkeeper as well at the time. Well, he wanted me to, f- to know how they think about the game. You know, how I was center half, think I was striker, would think. And I think that helped me massively, to be honest. Yeah, I always blame the center half. Would he just say that? <laughs> yeah, I always blame the center half. Yeah, That's yeah, just for Bant as well, though, because they get wind up. I think they get more wind up than us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be painful, and it was quite painful. But then it makes you feel alive as well, so you kind of like it. But then, <laughs> so it's a bit weird. You know, it's, it's nothing better when you're standing in the shower after the game and it's so sore, like you don't want to get water on it. 
Bir de stand edir. Ama ben tanesi edir. Ama ben tanesi edir. <laughs> I drove back to give Ben a bit of grief. I really enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> oh, just in time, Ben. Uh, yeah, Victor, an absolute, absolute top bloke for doing that. And some interesting stuff. He managed to uh, answer Mick's question about Gavin Ward without getting himself a 10 match ban. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I phrased it really well. I thought I was quite sort of right. subtle with it. I didn't ask him if he wanted to punch him. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. out. That way, at Boxing Day morning. Um, for everybody, so for when you're driving to Accrington or on the coach to Accrington, that's 48 minutes of your life, which will be improved upon because it is fantastic <laughs> for Victor. And a shout out to him. He said he might be watching tonight. So if you are listening, watching Victor, hello. Um, and we should mention how much of a legend was. He stopped on afterwards and talked and talked to us about Ben's NFL and things like that. Um, a top top guy. Yeah. Top, yeah. Top, top guy. Um, shall we? I know this has been a bit weird because we're thirty minutes in. Should we talk about football? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Next time, Ben, Ben's Christmas out. It's killed Christmas spirit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't acknowledged that Ben's back. Uh, ben, it's, been, it's a pleasure to have you back with us. Uh, this is the first proper episode that we'll be out with, with you. Give us your, from your point of view, obviously in London, so you haven't been watching as many games as possible because you're not, in, not available. Yeah. But, but how, what, it's been amazing. It's been amazing, hasn't it, the last couple of months? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've obviously been keeping track of the scores and that, and we've been winning. I mean, there are a couple of games where I were like, oh, that's be easy, and we drew. No, no. What, what was it? Oxford. Who was it? We drew. Oxford. Might be Oxford. Oxford yeah. We drew. I was like, oh, must have played badly. But and then we win teams that I don't expect us to. Um, yeah, it's been weird not seeing us lose. If that sounds. Yeah. We've never really had an unbeaten run. We had one obviously under Evans when we went from like January to playoff March. without losing or whatever. March. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I've never really seen us go this long. Obviously, that's why it's a record, but it's fun. <laughs> it's very fun. It's fun. It is very, very fun. Um, and now we play... This is not the last team we haven't played. We have still played Shrewsbury yet, but one of the few teams we haven't played yet, Mick. But we know what to expect from Accrington. They're gonna, it's much like Burton, very much like Burton. Yeah. They're going to work hard. They're going to work hard for every single point. They've got bits of quality in there as well. Maybe not as much as Burton. But they're still going to have it, and if you go to their place, you know you've got to work hard to get three points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know we, we say this a bit, a bit or I say it's certainly just at the beginning uh, uh, before every game. You know that it's it's going to be a tough a tough game, but it is. You know we know that, and our, our, it came to mind then, and it nearly came out. I was going to say they're a big, strong, physical side. Oh, and 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 uh, you better I, than that. Yeah, I was nearly a little bit sick in my mouth when it, when I when, it, when I thought about it. But but they they are a good side. They are a strong side, you know. Um, and and we're going to have to be at the top of our game again. I'm, I'm a bit like a broken record, Anna, when you ask me about this. But it, it's right, you know. Yeah. Um, this is not going to be a pushover just because they're not pushing for the playoffs or whatever. That does not make them a bad side. Um, and and you know, um, it's, it's John Coleman. He gets his teams. Very, very well organised. Um, mm. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, mate. But 
it's a Boxing Day away day, and it's a Boxing Day away day. It is just, it's like heaven with door shut, isn't it? It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I think that when we played, when me and Danny were the only two that went to the Capital Cup, no, what's it called? Carabao. Carabao. Carabao Cup game. And they physically dominated us, didn't they, in that game? They, were, they weren't much, they weren't better at football than us, but they just, they bullied Reg, didn't they, on that night? It, I wonder if we're going to see the same sort of thing. You'd assume we're going to see a similar sort of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think um, <clears throat> we've also took a. Um... A lesson from that game as well because we weren't <clears throat> we weren't really I mean <laughs> I mean we gelled but we weren't like this level of gelled that we are at now uh, against Accrington. Um Reg has improved leaps and bounds since that game. Um and we will be putting out arguably our strongest eleven. Like I know it's a cup game so we had to change eleven but <clears throat> we, we should come on very strong against Accrington but it should be a very good festive fixture too strong physical size battling it out trying to trying to beat each other and it's more or less a sellout from what i understand um their chairman said that there's no reason at the minute that they should be calling the game off it all looks good in accrington's camp paul davis has said it's all good in our camp from today um so yeah bring it on should i be hate very to be game. i mean i'm obviously not old fashioned but it's going to be a proper um proper football game an actual mm. football game not modern football it's actually a proper football game where people <laughs> don't where there's actually a contact sport mm. hopefully <laughs> I just hope the referees understands that and doesn't blow his yeah. whistle every two seconds yeah yeah the referee has been announced and I have checked but I didn't make a note of it there was so much Christmas stuff going off I've not made a note of it so sorry <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out <laughs> Um, so well, what, we could be safe in the knowledge that it's not going to be Gavin Ward and it's not going to be Trevor Kettle, it's Andrew Kitchen. That's true, that's true. So, I'm going to try something because I promised oh, you special thanks. guests tonight, I promised you all special guests. Mm. I didn't expect this one. Um, so Dan's when we're still with us, so I'm gonna be Alison back in. Hello. Uh, I'm also going to bring in Dan Barlazer. Can you hear me, lad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all good. You all right? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I've expected this, did you, son? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I've been, bit I've of a shock. Shopping. Bit of a shock, I'll be honest. It's been shocking. <laughs> Is it Christmas but, uh, shop time here? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scrambling now. I've done it all, but uh, it's a tough day. But I heard my mum spoke well. That's why uh, my girlfriend said she did, so that's good. <laughs> she, did. That's she didn't embarrass you too much. No, good, I didn't. good. I, I was good. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Come on, what you've been talking about? Go on, Anna. So go on. Uh, we're talking about Christmas. Questions. What's your what's, what's your Christmas day going to be? Um, thankfully, we get the day off. Um, so I'll uh, travel down to see the family. We're going to me. Uh, we're going to meet sisters, I think, aren't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll spend the day with the family, have Christmas dinner and the presents and that, and then I'll come back up home for the, the Boxing Day match. But I have to just be careful with uh, what I eat. Because if I eat too much uh, <laughs> too much crap, I could be, I could be no, caught on the Boxing Day game, so I don't want to do that. Just don't need any sweets. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's it. Have they given you some time off on run up to Christmas then, Dan? Has it been, or has it been sort of um, back in training and back as normal, really? Uh, we got a couple of days off after the uh, Cambridge game because we didn't mm-hmm. have the, obviously have the Tuesday game. But uh, other than that, it's been Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So it was really good to get uh, a rest in the legs. To be fair, so we should be fresh and ready to go for the weekend. But what a little bit of a tough day today. Uh, first day back and we had to do a bit of running so that wasn't nice you say a bit yeah uh, well, a lot yeah <laughs> yeah I can imagine god yeah. so bear, bear in mind you've obviously got this Christmas period coming up it's obviously like I don't know what is it three, ga- three games in, four, in seven days is it it will be won't it Boxing Day and then Wednesday and then the following Saturday for the FA Cup game yeah, it's. Um, uh, are you going to be getting a rest at all? <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to be rest. I want to play every game. To be fair, so yeah. Um, I think a couple of lads might, especially if they're FA Cup game, they might they might change the team a little mm. bit. But we, we yeah. want to win that game as well. We want to keep the uh, the momentum going. So whoever plays, we've got a really strong squad anyway. So. Um, we're looking to win every game, but uh, the, the, we've all we've had the rest now that last couple of days, so it's back to back to business now. So, <laughs> that's your mid-season break, is it? Two days away. That's it. Yeah, two, now, mate. two days back. Two days back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, and here's us complaining. We complain when you get a, you know we get a weekend off and every week. Uh, you don't, you don't, do you? I mean, wild, wild. But then I'm a gimmer yeah, anyway. I'm old, so it doesn't matter to we'll me. Get, we'll, we'll get a long summer off, but mm. yeah. You get a few weeks off and you get drilled for how many weeks in pre season, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good three weeks, so. But it's worth it, man. It's all worth it. Yeah, Warren, he seems to know how to punish you for those, um, those two or three weeks off, doesn't he? I mean, obviously. This is what you're getting because you've had two weeks off. Come across oh, to Bulgaria yeah. or Hungary or wherever it is and run up these mountains. Yeah, that wasn't nice. That was um that was up at what to be in, in reception for seven AM. Uh and then we they said we were gonna go on a five K run and uh, it was, it ended up being like six and a half, seven K up a hill, which was disgusting. <laughs> that was that was uh that was every day that run. One day, wow. I was I was room with Tio as well, and he said his hamstring hurt, so he would always go on the bike and had to run. So whoever you room with, <laughs> one would go on the bike, and then the other one would run. So I had to, I had to run nearly every day. <laughs> well, how does it compare to the, the the training regime? How does it compare to Newcastle? Is it is it oh, are there, are there any similarities or uh, not? Newcastle one's very easy. Newcastle <laughs> one. Take any notice of me, shaking my head. The castle, uh, <laughs> the castle one was 
uh, what was that? That was, it was like a box-to-box run. So it was very like, in football in terms, it was very easy runs. And then you would you would do one one hard run, the mile run, and that was it after that. It was just football-based. But Rotherham, um, it's a lot of running, a lot, a lot of running with the ball as well. Mm. He's very good at putting that in disguise, running with the ball. But um, if you look in the, the long term and the way where we are this season, uh, to the to latter stages of games, uh, it, it's worth it, isn't it? Because I think we're, mm. we're fitting mm. the most teams, especially in the last 20, 30 minutes. We tend to um, yeah. smash teams up in them, them type of times. So it's, it's good to be that fit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go on, Matt, what are you going to say? Are you going to, have you got I was going to return to some silly questions, if that's all right. All right, no, that's fine. <laughs> I, was, I thought, I, 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 I thought I, I might have some football questions, but... Can I ask one football question before the silly ones? Then. <laughs> how how special was it playing against Sunderland and thrapping them 5-1? Oh, unbelievable. Um, I sponsor, I sponsor my uh, pub team back home, my, my local pub team on a Sunday. Uh, and we've got about eight eight Sunderland fans in. I got them tickets in the way, didn't I? That's, not, that's why I did that celebration because one of my mates I knew was sitting in that corner and he had given Fergie grief. So that's when me and Fergie ran over. But uh, it was a great scoreline as well because if you look at Newcastle's one of Newcastle's biggest wins against Sunderland was obviously five one. So it was a it wasn't a bad scoreline to have. To be fair, <laughs> I take it again away. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. Rotherham's biggest ever scoreline against Sunderland as well. Yeah. Memory serves. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that was mm. my question. But one of the best things about the game was you when 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 Icky scored that goal. Nobody watching Icky celebrating. Just saw you run straight past <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland fans. One of the best things yeah. of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It was uh, great. Uh, back to Christmas stuff. We've had the Christmas qu- Christmas uh, films. Do we have a favourite Christmas film, Dan? Elf. Yes. Elf's a popular one. The Grinch. Uh, Will, Will, Will Ferrell's mm-hmm. up there with the best comedy actor, I think, so he's, he's, it's got to be Elf. Grinch. Grinch is good. Well, Grinch is good, yeah. Be fair. I watched Home Alone the other day with uh, my girlfriend. That's, it's a classic, but it's, I, I, just, I think it's a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard it. when you get older as well, you know. Yeah, when you watch it definitely is. Polar yeah. Express is a good one as well, but I think when I look back, it is quite good, scary for little ones. I think it is a bit weird. Mm. I just, kids, uh-huh. these kids get picked up by a bloke with a train and take taken to North Pole. But when you look, break these yeah. things down, they're all a bit, they're all a bit weird. <laughs> that sounds a bit dodgy, that mate. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's Tom <laughs> Anderson, quite, quite right, right. can't we? We can trust him. That's what they all say. Oh, God, Nick, come on. I'm sorry. I, I said that out loud, didn't I? I'm sorry. You just said it out loud, yeah. Oh, sorry. yeah. Love Actually. Love Actually is a good one. You've seen that? I've never seen that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Is that a Christmas yeah, it's show? A, yeah, it's too it Americanized, really, isn't it? It's too... No, I think it's a good one. To be fair, I had a little cry at that one. It's a good one, that one. Did you? <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, stay with Christmas. Let's stay with Christmas, shall we? Uh, is there a... Right, you're here, Dan. Uh, is there a standout Christmas memory? I know every year there's yeah. get millions of presents, but is there anything that stands out for you? Yeah, uh, the, the snooker table. Um, I got very excited. I, I don't know if it was... It was stupid o'clock in the morning. I ran down. I seen my mum and my dad uh, 
putting up the snooker table and that's when I found out uh, you know yeah. if it's any well, it kids was, watching. It was your kids watching, so yeah. It was your nan and granda who bought you that. The big snooker table or the little one? The big one? No, oh. that was a that was a ping pong table, wasn't it? That's... Oh yeah. Diamonds an all round sports. <laughs> table tennis, snooker, golf. Yeah, I love golf. Are you one of them or you're Dan? You're one of yeah, them. I'm, I'm, you're good at everything. Uh, I'm, I, to be fair, I bat myself in them three just name like snooker, ping pong, and golf. I bat myself. Anything else, I'm quite poor, but uh, yeah, yes. especially golf, I'm right in the golf. Yeah, it's crazy golf. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, a couple of lads off. It's, it's a theme with sports. We spoke to Victor last night, and he, he told us some of the sports he were in. I, I didn't understand all of them. But he was in quite a lot of sports <laughs> when he was a kid. He, he's, um, he's a very good golfer, Vic. Is he? Dan, yeah, he was, how old were you? He won Sportsman of the Year. It was like for the area. It was like the, wasn't the county, I think it was the northeast, something like that. You got a, quite a big award, didn't you? At school. Oh, was that, uh, yeah, that, yeah, I can remember. Okay. Chris because Cole's he used to just say, like right, that. whatever's going, just put Dan in because we know he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got nobody for tennis, right? Just put him in. Um, that, just put him in. I think it's, I think you you're born with that ability to be a sportsman. Mm. His his father was a sportsman. He was a um, volleyball and basketball player for um, Galatasaray in Turkey, mm-hmm. and then he got into football. But also, he was Dan's manager when he was. Um, and up, yeah. yeah, when he was growing up, he was dance manager at the local team. Yeah. So now we've got, we've got one, two grandsons here, and one's looking like a footballer already, isn't he, Oliver? Yeah, Ollie's Ollie's nailed on. And then obviously Dan's expecting a boy, so I hope and that's going to be no doubt. There's another one, so some up and come. My <laughs> <laughs> husband can't wait to go back to the management. Uh, we have another Christmas question. Nevea, life of nine-year-old, favourite Christmas song. Mick, I'm going to start with you because I know you love Christmas and I've already mentioned how miserable you are. I bet you don't have a favourite Christmas song, Mick. I bet you I do. Ooh. I bet you I do. I'll tell you now, I bet you it's probably in my top ten songs of all time. It's got to be Fairy Tale in New York, hasn't it? I mean, Correct it is, answer. Well done. without doubt... The only answer to that question. <laughs> okay. Dan, any advances on that? Uh, to be Mariah. fair, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not really a Christmas song. Mariah Carey? A classic. What, uh, what last, last Christmas? That's a classic. Hmm? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's my favourite. Yeah. George Michael. Wham. Yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah. Just last yeah. Christmas, that's last one. Christmas, yeah. that's, one <laughs> that's probably my favourite as well. Yeah. So I've got a message from Dan's girlfriend. Okay. It says, could you tell them how to pronounce Barlasa? This should have been the first question I asked both of you. It should. Uh, it's mm. not Barlasa. Everybody says laser. Mm. Barlasa. <laughs> Awesome. Right. 
Well, that's it, right? Well, that's what they've sorted us. There's no Z in it, it's an S. She loves talking, doesn't she? She loves talking. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, ben, Christmas song, come on. Get in the spirit, man. Um, the Mariah Carey one, probably. What? All I want for Christmas. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. She's just told you, mate. <laughs> the last Christmas. All no, I want. For... All I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. The one that's on in Meadowhall all the time. Yeah. It might have been on there. <laughs> hmm? I've just been in Meadowhall. To be fair, there wasn't there wasn't any. Um... There wasn't any Christmas songs on, to be fair. Wasn't there? Ah, no. I'm going to say, Mum, I've also met all the downhill since you worked there. There's no Christmas songs on now. No bears. <laughs> she says no bears either. <laughs> yeah, just for context, my mum used to work at Meadowhall when it first opened back in 1990. Yeah, and it were a lot better back then. They used to have performers and bears and. Christmas songs and all sorts. The Oasis were a lot better as well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't have a clue. Maybe. Nevaeh <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, if you score on the 29th, you can be top of a Christmas tree. I mean, that's after Christmas. Is that still worthy? Um, she's got Freddie Ladapo up there at the moment. So. She has got Freddie up there at the minute. She would knock mm. Freddie off if she scored. Oh, <laughs> mate, well, who, who, who will play on the 29th? Uh, it's uh, Lincoln. 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 Mm. Away. No, no, no. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, I know, talking about going back to football for a sec, if you don't mind, Matt, that, that's okay. something that you've added to your game over these last few, uh, these, certainly last, last few games. Um, how does that feel? I mean, that's a stupid question, I guess, but, you know, it, it's something uh, that has been missing for a while, isn't it, you know? Yeah, um, to be fair, uh, especially when you play CDM, it's either, for me, it was either penalties or I've got to score a decent goal from the edge of the box. Because uh, if you're not an advanced midfielder, you're not really going to be getting in them positions a lot in the game. So when when they come, you've got <laughs> you've got to try and do your best. To be fair, in the last couple of games, especially the penalties and the, the ones from the edge of the box, I've been I've been getting there, but it's been in the second half. Like I said, when teams have been tired, we've, we've, we've been able to break. So hopefully, I, I can get a couple more doing that on the break. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll back myself usually when it's on the edge of the box. But uh, it's been good. Do you want? To, I don't know whether you're allowed to do this. You want to talk us through your penalty routine because. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the the the, the second one, the second one against Gillingham was just. Uh, don't know what. Well, well, I usually just smack it down the middle, but the, now they'll be thinking. I, I still I still think they'll dive, even though that now yeah. I've missed one down the middle. I still think they'll dive. Yeah. Yeah. I just mm. I just think they'll uh, unless it was a penalty shootout. I think they would dive all the time because I always speak to the goalkeepers about it, like Vic and Josh. 
mm. and they would say unless it was a penalty shootout they would probably still die because they would think it'd be going somewhere else then but um we'll see it's what happens when the next one comes but it's just if you if you if you hit it with power nine times that would tell ten it's going in anyways i think yeah yeah to, to be yeah. fair that crossbar probably served julian goalkeeper a bad injury because if that had hit him, it would have ended up in no stand. <laughs> Poor lad. Uh, last question from the comments for now is: It's Nevea's mum uh, who is a young fo- young footballer. She has been moved from from striker to a midfielder. What advice can you give uh, give her? Oh, striker as well. Uh, to be fair, I, I did that, you know, when I was younger. I was yeah. striker. Winger. Uh, and then I actually went right back. Actually, that's where I got me professional at Newcastle. I was playing right back. Uh, and I wasn't a bad right back, to be fair. But um, if you want to be a midfielder, you've just got to be make sure the number one is that you can handle the ball well. That would be my... Mm. And um, always practice with both feet. That's what I would say as well. <laughs> But uh, just try and try and be as best as you can at handling the ball, ball in tight situations, and you'll, you'll be you'll be all right. But you've got to enjoy it. That's the main thing as well when you're young. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Unsurprised, that's exactly what Victor said last night. Just enjoy it. As long as you're not enjoying <laughs> it, you're doing it wrong, aren't you? Really, at that, at that age. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dan, uh, totally Dan used to um, from being very very small, even in the snow, in the back garden with his ball. Practice, practice. Nobody was telling him to do it. He just, you would never come in. He just wanted to kick the ball, keep you up, practice, and it would get dark and it was snowing and he would st- still. <laughs> His dad sent us. Dad yeah. sent us I, I used to go to a thing called Brazilian soccer school as well. I don't know if you've heard of them before. It was I like once so. or twice a week. Yeah, so you would, it was good as well because it got you, like, me touching me week of foot much better. But um, yeah, it was really good, the futsal thing, because I, I learned a lot of things there. Without manipulate the ball and ways to strike the ball, but uh, uh, I would I would recommend. You've got to love it. You've got to love it. Yeah, football was great when I played it um, at college with Rotherham United. We used to go into Sheffield and play on their uh, their basketball courts. And I remember once I got absolutely wiped out by this lad from Huddersfield's team. And uh, gave me the free kick, and you know, you know, you're in that mindset, and you think, I'm just going to hit this and see what happens. Um, yeah. And I and I hit it, and it pinged off the top corner of the, of the crossbar of the goal, and I was so, I was so so unhappy about it. It's like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. It just irritated me for the rest of the game, but we won, so it doesn't matter really. And he got booked as well for his foul. So. Did, you, yeah. did you get him back? Fouling <laughs> back. You shouldn't be snapping. No. You shouldn't be snapping your futsal. No, no, I didn't. I didn't get him back. I'm a nice person. <laughs> we just outplayed them. That's that's what you do. Right, well. Yeah, exactly what you do. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, we have a Christmas quiz. Would you two like to stay for some of the Christmas quiz? Yeah, go on. Then. I'll do a couple of questions and I'll head off home. Same here. I will do the anagram round. We'll, sit, we'll keep it for the anagram round because one of these is one of these fits. Bear with me a second. So, no, everyone's playing the full part. Make sure you uh, pens and paper ready. We're playing the honesty rule. So, if you tell us you've got them all right, we are going to take your word for it, which is probably not a good thing. But there is no I problem. I've got them all right. Do I need paper? 
Um, so bear with me because I've got to, I've, apparently I haven't saved the anagram round, so bear with me a second. <laughs> We're great professionals, aren't we? That's what you want, mate. <laughs> There's a reason nobody pays us for this, you know. <laughs> but one, one of those one of those podcast awards is coming our way, isn't it? It's got it's got our name written on it already. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here we go for the anagram round. For the auditors, I will read them out for you. Anybody's watching, you should be able to see the anagrams on the screen. Um, so the first first one is Arst Ballerina. <laughs> Which is my favourite. Ballerina. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, this is these anagrams are current Rotherham staff players or staff. I should have said that oh. at the start. I didn't. Right. Um, so R- ask Rotherham staff. Wait, yeah. That's that, that's is that not Daniel Barlas? That no. No. How is that Daniel Barlas? It is. It's Daniel Barlas. <laughs> is it? Yes. Am I right? <laughs> You are right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that though. Oh, ballerina, I like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, your second one is Line Webs. Uh, I best get the answers up. Yeah. Um, the next one is Unreal Paw. Paul Warren. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Your last one is a very long one. Uh, Ransomer redemanding. Reg Edmonds Green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Line webs. Line webs. You see a staffer in this as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Paul Warns in that one. Um... Oh. Yeah. Stumped everybody this one. That one does, yeah. Oh, the people at Kimmy Park telling me to wave. Hello, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the quiz so far. <laughs> Did you not answer? Oh, that, yeah. That... Nirvana. Nirvana's got it. Obviously. What was it? Ben Wilds. Oh. Oh. I was going to say that. Just when I sneezed. <laughs> there we go. I'm ready to shoot off. I've got to do some Christmas wrapping done. <laughs> Brilliant. For me, I, I've got to do Christmas wrapping as well, to be fair, but uh, I can wait to I'll stop for a little chat while you go. Okay, then I'm going to go. Right, okay. Well, Lovely to Lovely to have a chat. See you later. Thanks, Alison. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. thank you, Alison. How do you? Not <laughs> I don't know if you can leave studio. Doesn't, doesn't know technology. Hey. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, this is amazing coming on, Dan. I really appreciate it. We were, uh, as, as you can tell, we're unprepared I know, it's for a normal no podcast. And when you pop up, we're even more unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll come on for another time when you're prepared if you want. No worries. Yeah, that'd be uh, amazing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm down here by myself, anyways. I've got I've got nothing else to do, other other than play PlayStation. <laughs> well, you could join us in our preview of Accrington on on, sun, on Sunday. Then, what what day is it? When is it? Is it Saturday or is it Sunday? I, I don't know. Sunday. Anyway, Sunday. 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 Not, yeah, we covered because we haven't really covered that yet, have we? We started to yeah, cover it and then 
the problem is, we, I don't think Dan can give us anything because if we ask Dan, who do you think is going to start on Sunday? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a team sheet ready. I don't even know. I won't even know the team until the day before. Anyways, that's what we usually yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can ask, what do you expect from Accrington? Obviously, you played there a couple of years ago. They're they're a great, they're our small, smaller club, but a great club. What are you expecting from them on Sunday? Um. Well, they've got they've got bigger since I was there because when I was there, it was more the f- philosophy of trying to uh, be a better possession based team than other people when hmm. I was there, um, and uh, it was kind of just the one that was still up when I was there, and I really enjoyed me time. That's probably why it was a bit more freer because we didn't really have any pressure on where we needed to finish. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think obviously they had a really good season last last year, and then they got snuck in the playoffs, and um, they'll be wanting to do the same again. To be fair. Uh, John Coleman's always got his team bang on, to be fair. And uh, I think especially this way, when you've, they've added some massive players, that Pell, who's came in, uh, he's a big lad and he, he can score goals from long distance as well. That's a, that's the thing that we need to look out for because they've got a, a couple of good technically uh, technically gifted players who can shoot from distance. So we need to be careful of that. But um, I think the game really, we just need to think about ourselves and what we need to do to win the game. I think if we're, if we're all right at it, I think we should be should be winning the game like any other game. Mm-hmm. I assume at minute, bear in mind the run we're on, you just feel like you can almost take on the world. The confidence must be absolutely sky high. Definitely. Um, it's like you say, you, you just want to, especially when you get in that rhythm of winning, it's a really good habit to have, isn't it? Just winning mm-hmm. and not, not, not losing games. And uh, I think if we can do that until the end of the season... Uh, That'll be unbelievable, but obviously it's gonna. Well, fingers crossed it doesn't come in, but when it does, we just need to keep mm. keep uh, keep the mindset that we've got at the minute. Yeah, I mean, if it does come to an end, that's a crucial time, isn't it? You know, if 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 we do end up losing a game by a goal or, or whatever, however that defeat arrives, if it does arrive, that the next game after that is is going to be crucial. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, obviously, hopefully it doesn't happen, but uh, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a very tough league uh, mm. in football, football, isn't it? So it, it might happen. But like you said, if it does happen, you've just got to bounce back. That's why it's, it's good to play Saturday, Tuesday, because you've always got an, another game to put things right. So it's uh, it's really mm. good, but hopefully it doesn't come to an end. Mm. Hopefully. Um, I'll do my stats, stats section, which makes loves. Um, we've only ever is. lost to Accrington once in the league, and that was back in 2010. Really good, really, really good record against Accrington. Um, last time we, we always lost them this season, didn't we? In the cup, but the last time we yeah. played at Accrington was one of the, I think it was our last win before lockdown, which was Ben Wiles' yeah, yeah. very, very late header. Um, yeah, oh, great yeah, that was brilliant. Well, it's that. a very, it's a very tough place to go. People don't, mm. people underestimate playing playing away uh, in League One against these lesser teams. Would you say because because it's 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 their it's their home ground, isn't it? So they want to they want to be mm. solid as a rock, especially when. The league leaders are coming. They want to mm. try and perform to put themselves in the shop window or maybe catch the gaffer's eye. So it's it's really tough playing against teams who are below you. So we'll have to be right at it if we want to win. Hundred mm. um, percent. Would you like another round of quizzes? Yeah, go on. Another then. round, if you like. Can I ask a question before we carry on with the quiz? This is a question uh, to Dan, if possible. Oh. No worries. Yeah, so this so is I, from... I'll shoot off after this question as well, if that's all right, lads. No, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
So this is from um, one of the guys, Will Daniels from the Tavoli View. He's asked about um, Mr. Treville Kettle disallowing a goal <laughs> against Wimbledon whilst you were playing for Accrington. Um, but he's wondering what it was like coming up against him on Saturday and then having a goal that stood whilst he was the referee. <laughs> <laughs> Wimbledon against Accrington, I can't oh. Was that the one that he blew when it was in the air? Kettle? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. Um... I, I, I don't know if I was there, but I can remember the lads going on about that. I remember Billy Key, I think, had volleyed the ball, then he blew the whistle. Yeah. Just after mm. he volleyed the ball, but it went in. And obviously, um, the staff and the players were kicking off. I just think, I don't really like slating refs, because uh, it's, it's a really hard job, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Especially when we're playing, because the way we counter, especially like Chio running the other day, any yeah. referee trying to keep up keep up with play with him, yeah. they're going to struggle on the bless them. So um, I just think it's a really tough job to have, but I'm I'm happy he, he let the goal stand because uh, he blew the whistle after for some yeah, reason. Yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. Mm. lads were celebrating because I looked yeah. back to that actually when I watched my clips and everyone stopped. So I, I thought for a second he was going to disallow it, but yeah. Um, luckily, he went well. It was a fine goal, wasn't it? But I just, I just think. I think the, his main mistake in that game, I think the challenge on Victor's a red card. Yeah. All that time. Um, what I will say is we all backtracked. We all said that at time and then when we watched it back, Danny's got, on our, on our match day vlog, Danny does a match day vlog and he sat, he okay. stood, he, he sat at the opposite end where you celebrated, so the same stand at the opposite end and if you slow right. it down, it probably is a yellow card. Right. Probably. But like in the moment, that, it looks like the red. Yeah, mm. it's probably an orange. There's been a lot of challenges. orange, haven't they? It's somewhere in between, but it's probably a hard yellow. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, you would probably say the same with our strikers, or wouldn't you? If the ball's there to be nicked yeah. off the keeper. Right. It's a good, I think it's a good rule of thumb, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, but did he tell you about his chest? He's got a big mark on his chest. Did he tell you that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's still struggling to sleep on it. <laughs> I, uh, do you mind? I couldn't be a goalkeeper, man. Couldn't. He, he had one. He had one against Barnes. You remember when he got elbowed? Yeah, he always good, gets. Yeah. He just always gets smashed. Vic. Josh is the same. I don't know how to do it. He loves it. He was telling us last night. <laughs> yeah. There's a little extra. Uh, oh, he loves the... pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What a guy. <laughs> it's yeah. sort of lines of when you get in the, when you get in shower and the water just trickles over and it burns. He just loves it. It's just oh. typical keeper madness. I, I do have this horrible picture in my head of him just like washing it in the shower and he's just laughing because it hurts. Yeah. You know? yeah. a, a really sadistic image. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Brilliant. Absolutely. I will let you get off and do some rapping then, Dan. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on and. If you can, we'll message you. We'll set some up uh, to come on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. When, when we've got more, uh, bit more time, I'll come on definitely. Yeah. But uh, I'm always free, mate. So just give us a message. But uh, I'll hopefully see you at the Accrington game. Yeah, oh, you definitely. Will. Mm. Right, okay. Yeah. Have a great Go Christmas, on. chaps. And you, yeah, thank you. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Well, that was a nice surprise, wasn't that was it? What I expected. That was and brilliant. Guys, don't tell you. I don't get you things. <laughs> yeah, that that's Matt's Christmas present to every Rotherham fan who watches this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, amazing. Thank you to Alison for coming on. Thanks to Dan for coming mm. on. Um, thank you to everyone who's listening and watching. We're not even done. I'll be honest with you, we're only one round into a four out four or five round quiz here. So we've got loads of time. <laughs> this is a proper bumper Christmas episode. Um, 
Ben, you haven't said a word. I've got to ask again. Are you all right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's starstruck. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, yeah, starstruck. I guess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unexpected things are meant to happen at Christmas. If there's one day a year, yeah. things are meant to go straight into Christmas. So here we are. There you go. Right. Let's do another round, at least another couple of rounds, and then at some point we will have to properly. I think. Uh, do you think we've covered that group? Do you think there's anything more we need to mention on that? We'll I Mm. We were we were hoping to have uh, Andy Holt on tonight from from Accrington, but unfortunately that hasn't uh, panned out. So um, hopefully we will get him on. Uh, Andy Andy Holt, the chairman of Accrington, uh, did agree to come on, but unfortunately we're not being able to uh, to get it arranged. So hopefully we'll be able to get him on at, at some stage. The and, next uh, episode, the next time we play, yeah, have a chat with him because there's one or two one or two things Accrington wise that would be nice to to hear from him about and. And also just football in general uh, related. Mm. It would be nice mm. to get his views on. Yeah. Um, so I hope everybody got four out of four from the first round. You should. I didn't. I didn't get the Ben Wales bit. <laughs> Disappointing. That's, that's why I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being honest, aren't I? Yeah. It's quiz. All about honesty because there's no prizes. It's all about honesty. If there were prizes, I'd, I'd you know we'd, we'd police it better, but. <laughs> like the quizzes that they do uh, in the uh, hospitality boxes like you get a big sheet of paper and you have to write down a question and one just cheats anyway see more which phones out and everything yeah um, the rest of these questions are quite difficult so you will, to get 100% you will have to cheat so don't cheat everybody and let us know what you got if anybody's playing along let us know what you got if you listen to the podcast let us know what you got when you listen to the podcast you know, in a week's time when you finally got to the end of the episode, let us know um, <laughs> what you thought about it. So apologies for being such a long one. Um, the first question, this is General Miller, so general uh, general knowledge of Rotherham United. Uh, the first one is, what is our current league position? Now, this is an easy one. I know it's an easy one, but how often do we get to say we're, top, uh, we're in that position? <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a bonus point if it's positioned within the entire uh, football pyramid? I, I can't give bonus points, I'm afraid. Oh, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next ones will gradually get more difficult. We'll give you the answers round by round as well. So, at the end, I'll give you all the answers to this one and, and so on and so on. Um, General Millers, what was the name of the Football League trophy when we won it in 1996? Again, for most. Oh. They will get it. Ben's age may struggle, even though we did a special. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. In, uh, if you've watched uh, Marvel oh. the Doncaster game, you should know as well. Yeah, Danny, what are you drinking? Is that port? No, it's <laughs> um, it's a gin mixer. I've stolen some of my mum's Christmas gin and I've mixed it with Tango Dark Crew, and it's really nice. <laughs> I can't stop <laughs> drinking it. It's right now. Christmas says time for making up drinks as well. Exactly. Before anyone says no, it's not coming on the bus with Accrington with, Accru with me. So if Dave Scrivens is watching, don't worry, I'm not drinking up it, this on the bus anyway. Not that, no. <laughs> not this. No, <laughs> we've, had, we've had Victor and Bar last one. You know, if they just warm it up and see us and just come and chat to us, it'd be mad. That'd be sick. That, well, you've also got a bit of man COVID at the minute. They'll not be coming that close yeah, at the minute. Well, well you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, um, question three of this round is when were the last time we won the league? When was the last time we were champions of a league? Oh, oh wow, I told you some of these are difficult. Some of these are going to be any range. 
why would I? We've, we've won the league three times in our history, I think it is. Pick one of those. I and can't remember. <laughs> Quizzes are meant to be quite difficult. I know if anybody out there is, is concerned for Ben's um, mental capacity, he is a kid. Uh, oh, no. I'm not having that. I've got <laughs> more mental capacity than everyone combined on this. I'm not having that. Oh, Ben. People have been missing you, I tell you. You might, have playbook, you might have playbook things that I have to learn. I'm not having did, that. Um, did Mick tell you we had somebody asking where you were? Asking where Ben is? Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, anyway. a couple of times. What can I say? Rockstar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, another one. When was the first time we were league champions? What season? This is this is quite difficult. I've got this in my mind. I think I've seen it on Football Manager. Yeah, there is a Football Manager oh, question later on as well. If you're uh... Oh, no. All your fans out there. It's all, it's all linked. Uh, the final one for this round is how many permanent managers have we had? Now, this is according to Soccer Base. So, if what it's wrong, permanent... blame Soccer Base. Jesus Christ. How many permanent... Ma- Jesus. What classes are permanent? Not caretaker. So, for example, John Brecken was caretaker for a game in like the 70s or 80s. Oh, that Steve doesn't Evans count. will be a permanent manager. Steve Evans will be. If Paul Warren hadn't become permanent manager... He would wouldn't have classed as he would make caretaker. Oh, Jesus, but in our are we, going to, are we having a numbers race like within five sort of thing? Or I will just give you within three. Within three? Oh, that's not too bad. Are we seeing um, from nineteen twenty-five? Yeah, from Rotherham United. Yeah, not the, not the town and county. Well, I think I've got a good number. It's but it's. I hope it's a number. It might not be a good one, but it's certainly a number. I hope. Uh, right. Yeah, for everyone in my chat saying that's an horrible question, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible question. You can't molly. You've got to have some really difficult ones. Somebody's going to get. We've gone, get a we've point gone from current league position to how many permanent managers have we had? <laughs> that's exceptional. Uh, this next one, next round, is Rotherham at Christmas. So these are all questions, basically. And as well, I could only find four questions, but anyway, um, when. Rotherham United last played on Christmas Day in 1948 away at Hull. Did we win? So it's 50-50. Did we win? Did you say Hull away? Yes. 1948? 1948 was the last time I played on Christmas Day. Make me remember that, I think. You You played, didn't you? You played? No, I went. I I, I was injured that week. (laughs) (laughs) I now realise I said I was going to give you the answers after the round. I haven't, so we'll do the Christmas round. I'll give you the answers, and then we'll carry on. Um, the last time we played on Boxing Day was against Shrewsbury in 2019, which was a 2-1 win. Michael Smith got the win in 90-something minute. Who got the first goal? I think I know that one. Oh, I didn't go. So... <laughs> what? You did go? I didn't go. Did I go? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. You ask um, again. Yeah. Um, Rotherham United have been top at Christmas three times in our history. Out of those three times, how many times have we gone on to get promoted? So not winning league, just promoted. Just promoted. So this is these are questions that are difficult, but I'm giving you you know I'm giving a helping hand, aren't I? So don't whine and moan, Ben. And the last one you'll not get. 
but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, <laughs> who from the current first team squad has the birthday closest to Christmas? Ooh. Good luck, Ben. Why are you asking me? I'm asking everybody. I know Johnson Clark Harris has the same birthday as me. Your birthday's in yeah, July. Yeah, play for us. You don't play for us, and it's not near Christmas. Other than that, well done, mate. I mean, it couldn't be further away from Christmas, I don't think. It's almost as far away as it possibly could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to run through the answers to the oh, general well, Millers I... round. So general Millers, first the round, the round before we've just done. The, our current league position is first. If if somebody hasn't got that, let us know because we will send help. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the name of the football league trophy in 1996 when we won it, Michael? Oh, 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 glass yeah, I cannot Probably. accept auto glass because no! there was also an auto glass, so we can't accept that. It has to be auto windscreen shield. Me, oh, sorry, Ben. Auto glass wind. I put auto glass windshield. Oh no, I meant I, I had in my head wind glass shield. I also think if you watch Danny, if you read, watch Danny's vlogs, they're two different companies. They sound the same, but mm-hmm. they are two different companies. Two different uh, trophies as well. Exactly. Um, the last time we were league champions. Who wants to have a bash at that one? Um, I don't want to say, man, in case it's wrong. I said, nah, yeah, yeah. No, Ben, I'm afraid not. Michael? I have no idea. I've gone 1968. Are you having a laugh? Yeah. I don't know, man. You don't... Uh, this is not the answer, but you don't remember the 80-81 team that won the league? I didn't think they won the league. I thought they came second. <laughs> okay. There is a video but, on YouTube that shows us winning the league, mate. Yeah, I know, but... I, 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 until, you were alive until, as well. You were, you were there. Then you were there. I was there. <laughs> anyway, forgetting Ben's memory. Danny, please say... I said 81, didn't I? Give some knowledge. Is it 1989-90? It's not, but you've no! It's 88, 89. Oh, bloody hell. I, 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 knew, I knew it was around the end of the 80s. God damn it. I'm sure you know this one, Danny. When was the first time we were league champions? 1950, 51. There you go. Um, and the last one, which, if anybody gets this right, very, very good, but we all go away with three. Uh, we have, uh, up to date, with Paul Warren, we've had 32 permanent managers. 28, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Any of you two get it? That's Close 68. to it. Yeah. 68. Yeah. We just move on. Make- I was I was the closest out of the out of yeah. us for, I'll say that. Well, apart from I put, that, six, I put 63. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I worry about people. Uh, people watching <laughs> this, this, this podcast, these people doing this Rotherham United podcast don't know what about Rotherham United is. Oh, I, I tried I to work it out. I tried to work out, and I still was more than double away. So anyway, so anyway, Mills at Christmas. Last time we played Christmas Day, nineteen forty-eight away at Hull. Did we win? Yes. Nick. Yeah. Danny. I've said no. We didn't. We lost. Oh, three two to <laughs> yes. I've got one him. question right. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Uh, Mick, you were very <laughs> confident on this next one. Our last box ah. here was a win. Shrews, but you said you knew it. In 2019, 2-1 win. Michael Smith scored the winner, which was amazing. Who 
got the first. I said, I think I know it. Go on. And I think it was Richard Wood. He he did score oh. at Shrewsbury, but the two seasons prior, it wasn't Joe Matic, was well, it? It was so Joe it. Bloody Matic. Danny's yeah, on the roll here. Yeah. Oh, I've got one question, right? <laughs> You've got a chance for this next one. Millers have been top three times at Christmas. How many times out of those three did we end up getting promoted? Three. No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Danny, is One, three? Maybe. Mick? Two. Two. Um. In 1951, 88-89, in 1948-49, we were top of Christmas, finished second, but only one went up. Oh, that's... That's where I've got me, me three from. Right, okay. Because I said all three. Um, that's too confident. And the final, <laughs> two more rounds after this one, so people stay with us. Um, who from the current first team squad has a birthday closest to Christmas? Ben, come on, I believe in Victor. you. What have you got? No, is that just because he's from Scandinavia? You think he's close to Lapland? He must be born near born. He's from Land of Reindeer, he's clearly born around Christmas. I didn't even think of that. I thought I had this. He's got a beard. Yeah, beard. I don't even know. Mick. Uh, I've gone for um, Hakeem a dolphin. Not a dolphin, Danny. I've put Ollie Rathbun down just as a guess. It's Julie Bowler. Oh, okay. He is. I think I haven't written the date down. I think it's the first of January or something like that. I should have written down to be honest with you, but I didn't. So you'll be right. If anybody's watching on YouTube on Facebook, I'd like to know your scores if you can. Um, so far, uh, if you're not, don't worry about it. Um, enjoying it, Ben. I can see from Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's furious, it's furious isn't it? Uh, it's fixed, not fixed. You can tell you're, you tell you're playing American sport when something goes against you, it's rigged against you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try and keep this under 90 minutes, which means we've got around eight or nine minutes. If it goes over, I'm sorry, but we're going to try and, try and keep it under. So the next round is goal scorers. Rather than at a goal oh, scorer. No. Um, this one you should all get because we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast. Who is the current top Rather United goal scorer of the current century? Of the current century. So that's from current 2000. Century. Yes. Have we? What? Have we what? Have we mentioned that? I don't, know. I don't remember mentioning that. You have mentioned it, yeah. It's got to oh, be yeah. this. It's got to be. It's got to be this time. <laughs> Craig and Sean in my chat in answer to the question who was the biggest goal scorer in the last century they've put extra time in penalties as our top goal scorer in the last century <laughs> uh, next one who was the top scorer in the 2017-18 season which is the one we went to win the playoff final when with Richard Wood scoring the two goals at Wembley that's that season who was the who was top scorer? scorer that's right is that in all competitions? Uh, no, I think it's league. I haven't tried oh, it. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's league. I think it's. I might be both actually. But um, Michelle Dimbleby is beating you, Ben. <laughs> I think my two little girls were asleep and be beating you as well. To be honest, but this guy's got to be. He's going to check probably there with phones out, little pen, just <laughs> Um, next one. Who was the last player, Aston Villa United player, to score a league hat trick? Oh, league hat trick! Now, obviously, Kieran Slavery got one in the in the pizza trophy. 
even though it's a league format, that doesn't count towards this one. So he's the last one to get to get one off overall. But I'm not. He's not the, he's not the answer. Is the clue. Um, next one. Who scored Rotherham United's first ever goal at Wembley? Oh, Again, uh... he was there. I've got at least one of them, right? <laughs> Hold on. Thank you. Where are we? Final one for the for the goal scoring round. Which player was the was the second division top scorer in 1981-82? Which Rotherham? Oh, you're having a laugh. Was top scorer in the 81-82? Sorry, sorry. Say, say the question again, Matt. Which player was the divisional top scorer in the 1981-82 Division Two season? I've I've written the question very badly. But it was it was uh if you've handwritten it, man, I'm surprised you can read it to be honest. No, it's on a laptop. It's on a laptop, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> have you seen this then? This is what happens in, in this. Things start going wrong for him, so he just starts throwing little jibes <laughs> Come on, there goes it answers, Matt. Answer to that. Uh, so the first one, top scorer of the current century, you should all have got Adam Lafondra. Yeah, fifty-eight goals. Michael Smith is coming up to that, and we'll hopefully get it this season. Uh, who was the current? Who was the top scorer? Sorry, in the 2017-18 playoff-winning season, Benjamin. Come on. I said Smith, but I got a feeling he didn't even play for us then. He signed in January to replace Kiefer Moore. Moore, Kiefer Moore. No! Oh! <laughs> Top scored with 13. Uh, uh, wow, yeah. Six months is ridiculous. That. It went for six months, were it? it was six months. Three, um, four. Who was the last player to score a league hat trick? I put Keith Moore for this one, but I, I know you're not putting Oh, five. I think I've just stood it is because I've put Keith Moore as well, but I think it's wrong. It's Leif Recklington, isn't it? Leaf Recklington. No! <laughs> I said, no, I had down. I changed it because I thought, oh. The best man. thing about a quiz is to see people get angry because they've got it wrong. <laughs> it's amazing. Mate, did you get that one? No, I put Freddie. I thought Freddie had scored one. No, he's got a couple of braces. I haven't got a hat trick yeah. yet. Um, <laughs> you're terrible. I um, knew it were a bit suspect to have the same answer back to back. And it's like, it, 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 oh. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Who scored at Rotherham United's first goal at Wembley? Mick, I know you know this one. Sean Gore. No. No. He set it up. He got the assist. Yeah. Oh. Mick. Go uh, and play Matt. for that. Nigel oh, Jemson. Nigel Jemson. Started the, started the tradition of when you score at Wembley for Rotherham, you get two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the last, last goal-scoring question, which player was the divisional top scorer in the 81-82 season for Rotherham United? Danny, I'll give you a first crack on this one. Um, I've put Ronnie Moore. Okay. Ben? Uh, I've put Miller Mick too. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Mick? I probably were because I kicked and headed every ball, I think. Uh, I'm, I'm torn between Ronnie and, and, and Rodney Fern. You've gone for the right option. Ronnie Moore. Beat, yes. he, he actually beat out Gary Lineker to the to the title yeah. of that golden boy in that season. Right, I'm gonna tweet him now saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm certain he knows that. 
so that's uh, that is you should have if you've got full marks, you'll have 19 points up to this point. If anybody's got 19 points, you have definitely cheated. Um, but you know, we will see how it goes. So, final round this is on the current lot of Millers. So, the current squad of Rotherham players, we've got six questions which will take up to 25 points. So, the first question in the current squad. Who has the most appearances for Rotherham United? In the squad? In the current squad, yes. Mm. Mm. A lot of these yeah. thinkers. Yeah. A lot of these ones are uh, thinkers. Um, the second one is... You can narrow this down to two, I think. Whose place of birth... Again, according to Soccer Base and Transfer Market, is Gateshead. Come on, Ben. I believe in you to get some points. <coughs> like, Ben's been away for like four months or whatever it is, and all we've done is we've just berated him for not knowing anything. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast. Oh. We're very, very anyway, out this thinking. I might, I might want to be on this podcast. This is the one you've got to put up with if you want to do it. <laughs> Bear that in mind. Um, who scored the first goal on our current unbeaten run? Ooh. So in the, in the game after we lost last, who scored that goal? Who scored the goal, the first goal of that game for us? Obviously. Now again, this is one of those. If you think about it, you'll be able to work it out. You'll be able to work backwards. Ben won, obviously. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm not sorry. Mixed rate annoyed. I am. Because I don't know. So, this next one is even more of a thinker. Bear with me on this one. I might have worded it badly. So, who has more appearances in football? Is it Richard Wood or Reg, Icky, and Harding combined? Ooh. <clears throat> I'm quite proud of thinking of this one. <laughs> that is a thinker. You make him use maths. I haven't done maths since year eleven. <laughs> um, and two more left before we are done with this quiz and almost the episode. How? Who? No. How many international appearances has Will Grigg made? International. International. Is that starter and substitute? Yeah, caps, yeah, all together, yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, so at senior level. So him not playing counts? No, you don't get a cap for being on bench. So why does he sound? He's in the match day squad and he's either started or come off the bench as a substitute. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. I didn't realise. I did, I, that was one of the few questions I didn't think needed explaining, to be honest with you. He's <laughs> <laughs> on your case tonight, Ben, isn't he? And, uh... Well, if you'd have come up last episode, which you were available for... You might well add this. So Ooh, I wasn't shade. available. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't available. Okay. Moving on. Final question of the 2021 Rotherham United Christmas quiz. According to Football Manager, who is the most expensive Rotherham player at the start of the game? If you start it up afresh. This year. This year. Football Manager 2022. If you, if you load up the game and go to the look in the Rotherham squad, whose value is the highest? 
Now, I don't have the game, so I have used the Yorkshire Post as a reference because they did an article on this. So if they're wrong, again, blend them. You go on, Ben. I'm pretty confident I've got it because he's he's been the most expensive last year and year before. So okay, yeah, that's good. I'll just good. give good I'll just give everybody a, a, cue, a clue. If if they football manager, if they haven't played football manager, then that won't help them. Well, I mean, you were yeah. Uh, stop helping people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, who? So Danny, back on the answers. Who has the most appearances in the current Rotherham United squad? Who do you think, Danny? Well, it's it's between Woody and Matic. Um, and I don't think Matic's gone over 200 yet, so I'm going to go Woody. Okay. Ben, come on. I went Matic. Did you? Nick? I went Matic. It is Matic. Oh. I know, because he's, he's got over... He's near... Uh, I remember talking about it a couple of years ago, about him comparing him to... Um, Stop. Hurst. I'll tell you, before you say anything that's wrong, he's got 209. I think Woody's now in 201. Oh. One or 202. So it is very close. Ben's got another point. Well done, mate. Um, whose place of birth, Mick? I'll let you have this one. Is Gateshead? I, I think I've got this wrong. I'm going for Smithy. I'm going for Smudge. Danny? Um, I think it's between Smith and Barlazer, but I've gone for Smith. Ben? I went Smith. Oh, you're all wrong. It is that Barlazer. Bar, I don't know if you can see that. Can I, boys, can it's, I just, can I just stop ball, you right there? Go on. Yeah, go on. It's Dan Barlasser. So that's, that's the Barlaser? Yes. Bar just pointing out, just, just for clarity. <laughs> Barlasser. Don't, don't, don't want to get involved. It's been three years. It's, I'm, I'm going to do it, but it's going to take some getting out of my system taking it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Barlasser. Don't um, worry, I'll be there to correct you. I'm sure you will. Uh, <laughs> Michael Smith, according to, again, according to the Wikipedia soccer base, is from Wall's End. Born in Wall's End. Uh, I'll have to get him on the podcast and ask him that if he's right. <laughs> It's, it's basically just Newcastle, isn't it? Yeah, I mm. think it's like it's like saying you were born in Kimberworth, but you're from Rotherham. You're from Rotherham, so I mean, you could be born in Kimberworth, but yeah. I, I think I think some people in my chat might disagree with you there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you put Michael Smith for that answer, I, I'm worried that you might not have got this next one right. Oh, for... correct. <laughs> no, I, 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 I put Smith for his goal against Lincoln. There you go. Michael Smith did score the first goal of our current unbeaten run. Again, back uh, like nice. back in uh, way back in September. September 14th. Yeah, crazy. Um, my favourite question of the quiz, who has the most appearances in football, Richard Wood or Reg, Icky and Harding combined? Ben, it's a 50-50. You've got a good chance of getting this one. What are you saying? Oh, thank God it was frozen. I thought it was just being awkward. Yeah, then. mine was frozen. <laughs> what did you say? What's the answer to question four? Put Woody. Okay, Nick? I put Woody. Danny? Yeah, I went Woody as well. Woody. That's right. Woody has 573, according to Soccer Base. Reg, Icky and Harding have 514. So it's fairly close, but you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I did my wrath wrong, but I still got a question right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did Rotherham, I did Rotherham appearances, like added them all together. And it's like there's no way it's over two hundred. So I did, I did my maths wrong, but I still got it right. Since <laughs> fair. Um, how many international appearances will Grig May? This could be a scale of one to anything. Can I make what did you put? I've gone for seventeen. Okay, Danny. 
Um, I've gone for 23. Ben? I went for nine because I don't think he's their first choice striker. Ben is closest. Played World Cup. Hmm. I know he played uh, in World Cup, but I don't think he's their first choice. 13. Yeah. Um, Did I get points being scored... closest? No. Not really, because no, I was four away at all. Now we're 10 away. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> he scored twice. So not as many goals as you think he would go for an all down to be honest, but... Some of them were World Cup, though, against best keepers in the world. Best uh, Euros, but I don't think they were. Oh, I Euros. I don't think it's scored in Euros. I might be wrong. Um, ben, you're fairly confident on the final one. Who is the most expensive player when you start up for FM 2022? Is it, is it Wiles? It is Ben Wiles. Very good. Mm. According to Football Manager, he is worth... Do you want to guess how much he's worth? 5.3. Not quite. But not far off. Four point five million, according to Football Manager. So, so they've, they've undervalued him then. Undervalued by about four million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no wonder. Stuart's you know asking for silly money. Johansson is worth quite a lot in that game. Yeah, he's got very good potential. Yeah, he's young, isn't he? And he's good. Um. So. We're going to end it there because we have gone on for so long. I am really sorry to everybody. Um, so, thank you, everybody, who has participated in the quiz. While we're wrapping up, if anybody, wants, if anybody's watching, wants to tell us about that, what you know, what you got, we'd be interested to know. Um, I got fourteen. I'm right disappointed. I'm blaming it on the gin. <laughs> Mick, how many did you get? I've no idea. I lost count. Mate. Not many. Three Aww. or four. Three or four, maybe. Five. What, what no, kind not of many. person participates in a quiz and doesn't keep score? <laughs> nah, it's just for the fun of it, mate. It's all about the fun. It's Christmas. It's all about taking part, isn't it? Exactly. It's not about Is that winning. including the anagrams, Danny? Uh, oh, no, including the anagrams, sorry. Um, 17, then. Ben, single figures. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad, to be fair. So yeah, yeah we included fine. anagrams. Three of them yeah. were given to me, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm... One I already knew. You're not, you're not meant to claim ones that are given to you. That's, that's part of the honesty. Anyway, we've gone on. So an hour and forty minutes we've been here. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, if you put up with this long, you deserve a Christmas. You deserve all the Christmas meat you're going to eat. Um, so we will we will be back on Boxing Day. Boxing Day morning, Victor Johansson will be there. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be back with him. If you want to listen to Victor Johansson, subscribe to iTunes. Um, or if you want to watch him, you can also watch it on YouTube. Subscribe on there as well. Because it's a great, it's like 48, 49 minutes, something like that. It's probably not far off cover most of your journey to Accrington. Um, mm. if, if you're listening in the car or on the coach or whatever. It's brilliant. It's a great laugh. Um, so listen to that. Um, we'll be back sometime in Christmas for the preview of Accrington, preview of Lincoln. We will keep abreast of all COVID notifications. You know, if, if we have to go into lockdown, can't go to games, we'll then put more stuff out to get more involved and things like that. Um, thank you, everybody, who has listened and watched us throughout the year. This is our 200th video to go onto YouTube. Um, so thanks to all who have watched some of them, all of them, some of them. Um, we appreciate it. Thanks to Alison Barlazer and Dan Bar Barlasser. 
Valassa, coming on and correcting my pronunciation uh, for your name because mine is terrible. Um, those are amazing. Like, like Dan said, hopefully we'll get him back on at some point in the next couple of weeks, uh, much like we've done with the Victor one. Um, Merry Christmas. I hope you're having an amazing Christmas. See all the family you need to eat. Eat, all, eat what you want to eat, drink what you want to drink on Christmas Day. Uh, and then start your diet in January if you fancy it. If you don't fancy it, just keep eating until next Christmas. Um, <laughs> ben, you've got the face of Christmas joy. Thank you for being with us. Nah, I'm just tired. Christmas special. We've, got to, we've, been, we've been going a long time, mate. That's why. People listening yeah. to this are tired. <laughs> um, Danny, it's been a pleasure to have you with us for <sighs> our first Christmas special. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, it's been great. Um, loved it. I mean... Bar, Bar Lasser coming on <clears throat> was a great. It was a great surprise. His mum uh, was brilliant to talk to about something that people don't normally think about really in football. You know the parents side of it. Um, a bit annoyed at me at the quiz, but I'll blame the gin for that one. Um, and yeah, and I'm hearing great things on my way day chat as well. They've loved it. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. And I'll see you all on Boxing Day. Yeah, we'll see you on Boxing Day, Mick. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. We will. Positivity. Absolutely. Positivity. Absolutely. Uh, Phil Ronson, have a, have a great Christmas. See you at see Accrington. Harvey Kellick, have a good Christmas while you can. We will all be there at Accrington. I'm, I'm sure we will. If you want to say hello, give us a tap on the shoulder. We'll say hello. If you want to stay as far away as possible, I understand. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, and we will see Merry you Christmas. on Boxing Day. Thank you, Merry guys. Christmas. Merry Christmas, oh, guys. Bye.